Fritz, welcome to the Leadership Dynamics Podcast. We're excited to bring you the tools and resources used by dynamic, high-performing leaders to communicate effectively, grow their influence, and take their companies to the next level. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Leadership Dynamics. Today, we are going to dive into what drives behaviors. Mm-hmm. So, Kim, go ahead, take it away and read that awesome, really short paragraph. Right. People are unique and complex. The behaviors people see in us are not just driven by one thing like personality. When we look at what drives behavior, we talk about the three primary factors, nature, nurture, and choice. These three things contribute equally to shape your behaviors and leadership. This framework helps us to both acknowledge the complexity of our motivations behind our behaviors and our powerful way to understand, express, and use and increase awareness of our tendencies to become more intentional and productive. Let's define each factor more specifically. By nature, we mean your personality, your wiring, and your DNA, how you were made to be naturally at the start of your life. Nurture represents the external influences that shape the way you think and behave, from upbringing, family, role models, and early life influences to schooling, socioeconomic status, gender, and faith or own personality successes and failures, and other environmental experiences. Lastly, we have choice. All of us make decisions in our lives, and those decisions have consequences, good and bad, and impact our path in life and work. Hopefully most of our decisions are good ones. Some we might regret and still others might be neutral. They all impact our development and how other people experience us. Be aware that when you interact with someone in life or at work that that it doesn't necessarily tell you who he or she is by nature. Don't rush to judgment about their intent or meaning. Instead, use the tools you're being equipped with to explore in yourself and others. Who is the real you and how do you function at your very best? That's what liberating effective leadership does for you and those around you. There is a lot to unpack there. Yes. And so let's just start with the actual graphic. The first square at the top is nature. Yep. And then we have nurture. And then we have, last but not least, the one thing that we get to do on our own, which is choice. Choice. And I'm going to talk about choice for a little bit. Okay. Because choice is one thing. Mm -hmm. And and choosing how to show up, choosing how to show up for others, and choosing how others are showing up for you, perceptual-wise. Okay. But then you have that inner voice, which is a whole other choice. Mm Mm-hmm. Because is that intuition or is that limiting belief that you're listening to in that inner voice that's competing with what you think you should be doing, right? And then that's where we get into nature and nurture because if we have certain programming in our subconscious mind, it may be mistaken for our nature, but still that may not be who we really are because we haven't dug deep enough and we've spent too much time listening to the inner voice instead of making choices based on a different intuition or or tapping into the conscious Mm -hmm. and i know i'm going deeper unpacking but it's okay 
but you know how we show up and how you look at people especially as a leader how your how your team is showing up mm-hmm. and then the people on your team that may not be their natural way so be cautious on passing judgment mm-hmm. on certain situations mm-hmm. because they may be making a choice based on history based on pre-programming based on subconscious based on inhibitions prohibitions and just their wiring well doesn't always mean that's nature you're talking about the nurturing piece too because we did a podcast earlier on knowing others to lead others correct which also dives into this one in in the in-between yes so the nurturing can be um that external area that external space right we we can be nurtured by teachers by mentors by coaches by and i mean i'm talking athletic coaches um or the people that we surround ourselves with so you know the five people that you hang out with the most are usually that's how you that's tell how your future. you that is that is who you become mm-hmm. so and that's the same thing with you know, making the choice. If you choose to think that way, then whatever you think about, you bring about. You know, all of these little things that we hear about over time, and we really don't understand the context behind it. Right. So be cautious of the nurture piece and who you allow to mold your thoughts. Be super present in your choices. That way you can lead yourself out of situations that maybe you shouldn't be or maybe you should be. Right, and when you when you really understand this concept and understand the three core pieces of this, then you can actually change your behavior mm-hmm. to how you really want to be seen mm-hmm. or how you really want to show up. Yes, I was just going to say that. How, how because, are you showing up? Right, because some of us don't show up the way we want to because we might be in a reactive, reactive state, mm-hmm. right, which is a choice. Right. But then we're throwing the other two out the window and we're operating pure on choice. How many times have people gone into situations where, and I know because I've done it myself and I know you have too, Fritz. At some point in your life, you think back on like, oh man, I should have said that. Instead, I said this, but I should have said that. When you're going for an interview or if you're dealing with a, a team, you know, people that you're leading you're trying to make the decisions for them, really, right. to, to help them through something. And then you realize I was that was a totally unconscious thought. Mm-hmm. And when you really have time to reflect on it and you can be honest with yourself, you realize that maybe that had been a mistake. So, well, and that's, that brings up a good point that you talk about all the time, Kim. The power in the pause. Yes. Sometimes to... Sometimes you just need to pause to think so you can make the right choice Mm -hmm. so that your behavior shows up right. Right? I mean, there's power in that pause of just stopping and thinking because then you're not playing that I shoulda, woulda. And it's called being present. Yeah. And how much of our brain are we actually in present time? 5%. Right. And everything else is an unconscious thought. Right, it's of the subconscious, which is basically your automatic behavior, your automatic response, your automatic everything. So So look at that pause as a way for your thoughts to catch up with the present time, because we're always moving through the future. 
We're always stepping into the future. Every time you take a step, you're walking into the future. How about letting everything else catch up with you and that two-second pause for you to be present, for you to make a good choice that's going to nurture something else? Because we're not talking about the negative here. We're talking about the ability to liberate others around you, to liberate yourself, to liberate others, and, and to change leadership behaviors that are around you. Be the example. You know, as you're sitting there talking, I'm thinking about this power of pause, and I'm trying to think, how many times was there a bad outcome when I chose to pause? And I can't think of a one. No. So every time you pause, and that's the power of that pause, is that generally there will be no bad outcome Mm -hmm. when you pause. Yeah. Yeah. So pausing is a good thing because the consequences generally will be good. And it is, and it has been said that when you make that pause, you actually, you're interacting on a different level with people and their thoughts. So sometimes, you know, um, people can be, there are speakers that have called it being in a trance. Mm -hmm. So when you pause in the middle of a thought, it actually causes that person that's listening as well as yourself to catch up. Right. And to come out of that trance of just kind of listening. And you'll do it when you're around somebody that you're not super interested in listening to talk, but when they pause, you look, don't you? Even yeah. even when you don't really care so much about, unfortunately, this is this is the real world, right? People talk and not everybody is heard. Mm-hmm. But the moment they stop talking, you look because you're right. you're like, okay, I have to be polite and make the choice to engage. Right. And and that that pause changes your behavior. Yes. Ultimately. I mean, when it really boils down to it, it changes the behavior because it changes all three of those. Yep. And everything's woven together. Yes. Because you're creating a new nature. Mm -hmm. You're nurturing the pause. And you're making making a better choices. So. (laughs) That's it. That's what it is. It's just, it's, it's crazy, but it's really that simple. So draw that out on your little sticky note or whatever that you have in front of you. Write down nature, nurture, and choice. And circle choice. And then next to choice, write the word pause. Just to remind you to take, take that second and just think first before reacting. Right, because then you're showing up with good leadership behaviors. Yes. Because you're pausing. That's right. Takes you out of reactionary mode. So as usual, we love you guys. Thank you so much for showing up, listening to this podcast. And we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. We hope this episode provided you with valuable insights and actionable steps as you grow in your leadership journey. For more information on this topic or other leadership tools and resources, visit our website at rewireddynamics.com.